welcome to Unplugged Tech. And we are ready with the second episode. And we are really excited. And we have with us Meher Bala and our guest for today, Mr. Alitikane. Yes, so we will start by, yes, a, a, a small applause. Yes, we have second episode. That is so cool. And yes, uh, on to Mr. Adityakani. Just tell us a bit about you. Oh, Mr. Adityakani. No? Yes. Uh, so I'm, I guess I'm a WordPress professional yes. right now, a freelancer. Uh, and well, I'm the freelancer and professional part. Uh, and I've been working on WordPress for the last 10, 11 years uh, as a blogger, marketer, as a hiring person, as uh, as a project manager, as a community organizer, as all kinds of things, paid and unpaid. So, yeah, that's basically my short introduction. So... How did you start WordPress, right? Like you have been doing it since longest time and WordCamp, you brought it. Like what are your earliest memories and how did you actually start? You know, give us those bits that not many people know about it. I, I didn't start WordPress. It's a person like, uh, in sorry, Texas like, who will get very pissed it, off. You, you, okay, let me rephrase yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really uh, made it popular in Mumbai and in the entire country. Like for writers, even they don't know that much. And these kind of events really uh, connected them with more the technical, you know, people. So it is, it is a big thing, you know, it is a big thing. So what made you uh, take active role in bringing it in RCT and just starting this community? Uh, so I didn't really think about starting a community as such in the, in the beginning. Uh, a lot of it was... So I was a technology blogger at that point of time, reasonably well-known in the tech blogger scene. Uh, not a very happy place to be in, but yeah. Uh, for various reasons, I'll not get into it. We don't have three hours. But uh, the point was that I used to write a bit about WordPress. So I was working for a company that was a WordPress agency. And uh, I was, uh, it was in 2012 sometime uh, when we had WordCamp Mumbai <laughs> being organized by uh, by some group. And uh, I was quite excited to be, to go there because it was WordPress. Um, uh, I was working in an agency. I was also using this platform every day. So I was quite excited to go there. So I attended the WordCamp and I, I was kind of pleased because initially I went there thinking, you know, I, I had heard about WordCamp San Francisco and all the fancy, very fancy, which has now become WordCamp US. Uh, so I expected it to be something similar and it was not. It was a very casual sort of WordCamp. It was, a, it was a very casual event. It was like organized by a bunch of uh, college going kids. Uh, college uh, students from, I think, yeah, Thakur College, where we had our last WordCamp, by the way. So, uh, so yeah, there were these engineering students, last year students who were organizing this. And I think somewhere down the line, they did not know that they could probably just call WordPress users or developers into the into the community or into the event. And what happened is you had a bunch of online marketers basically take over the event. Uh, it, it was not a great experience as an attendee. Like for me as, as an attendee, it was not a great experience. I went there and there was somebody who was talking about water purifiers and uh, somebody was talking about Windows which is not even GPL. I mean, at least it's software, like not water purifiers. So it was like, where is WordPress? Where is, where is the, where's the internet? Where's blogging? Nothing. There's nothing there. And I was feeling a little dejected about it. And then I saw this guy uh, called Alex Gounder, uh, you know, very casually dressed uh, t-shirt shorts, carrying a very large two bags and one helmet and raises his hands. And then he's like, 
yes what do you want to say and he's like yeah, what are we doing here what what is this where is wordpress here and you know you you probably have met alex and uh, you know how he speaks and he has a loud voice he can't help it so everybody in the auditorium hears and i think he was probably saying asking these questions that appealed to a lot of people there uh but then a lot of happy coincidences so we got talking over tea and coffee we didn't want to like be disruptors at the event though that's what some people call us but uh, called us that time but we didn't want to be that but because it was organized by college students so we don't want to like you know be the grown up jerks but uh, what happened is that he mentioned that his office or his co-working space was close to my house and so you know we had this idea to build a online community which is interesting because now everything is online so we we wanted to build an online wordpress community we were like okay let them have their word camps and let them have their strange events you know we'll we'll build an online community of wordpress users and so we created a website and it seemed to be spammed by bots and we only had spam like only spam registrations nobody actually registered so then we decided okay let's have a facebook group uh and now it's quite a popular facebook group called facebook uh well jwp JW. or jwp press yeah so that's the that's like now 5000 6000 people there and some 25 admin and yeah so it's it's so what we did was just we did not allow anybody to market themselves and things like that but we just said okay you can talk about events you can talk about anything any project that you're working on but we will not if you want to hire somebody go to some other group and so what that did was from there we started meetups in in uh, in mumbai and it was largely because there was another word camp happening in baroda and we wanted to plan a trip to baroda so we said hey who all wants to go to baroda let's go and have a meetup and decide some other things and that's how the meetup started uh, interestingly uh, enough to plan another to plan a trip outside mumbai uh yeah that's, and, that's yeah yeah so that so, is actually very interesting because wordcamp so my next question was how wordcamp has become an intrinsic part of you know our lives so it, it happens once a year but you you spend so much time in planning it so it has for me i met meher over there which is like and and look at us like we just started up like it is so cool so wordcamp has become a very intrinsic part of it even in our conversations and everything so how has wordcamp become part of your life you can just you know, of course you did say this in the about question but in in some yeah. other way like yeah yeah so yeah that's so when we started of so initially we didn't want a word camp a lot of people were telling us to organize a word camp and all that a lot of fancy stuff that's happens which ironically now happens but in those days it was like we we'll, we don't want the fancy stuff and uh, you know the thing was that that time it was we sort of like at least i was not very keen on having a word camp uh, I, i also thought that the word camp central team gives out very it's it's kind of ironic that i went and ended up working for them but i thought that they basically just give out word camps to anybody and anybody goes and does it uh, apparently it was not true but that's what i thought from the outside so i just wanted to avoid that but alex being alex basically applied and then started trying to convince me to be part of the word camp and i said okay fine when are you applying so no i applied two months ago i'm waiting for the reply and uh you know i've already put you as a co-organizer there i'm like okay so now i'm so that that's how i became a co-organizer uh but the first year was like a very uh what we call like a very raw version it was like we didn't have sponsors we didn't have anything we had 300 rupees tickets uh we spent about 250 rupees on food no we spent 300 rupees on food for everybody it was like a 150 rupee package packet that everybody got uh we got a lot of complaints about food but you know it's 300 rupees come on so but we got some extra sponsor last minute and we gave everybody mugs which have become the iconic mugs now like everybody gets mugs uh, we didn't do t-shirts because we didn't want to well alex and i are 
well, large bodies and <laughs> both of us don't find good t-shirts. So we said, maybe we should just not do t-shirts. Like, so that's the whole, so these are some of the things that we did. And very interestingly, we, for the 2015 word, word camp, we got a lot of people coming in and uh, there were some people who said uh, something similar to you, like saying, Hey, you know, we met at this word camp in 2014 and we started a, we did a startup after that, like, or we did a collaboration after that. And so we realized at that point of time that what we had done, like we had created a space where people came and met and, uh, and then they're moving in their direction from there, but this is like a space for them. So, so that was the first time I realized that, okay, we are doing something quite interesting. It's not just about having a good time and you know, just, uh, it's not just about us. It's also about other people. That's when I realized, uh, and that's how things happen. And I've met most of you at WordCamps, right? Like I've met, well, not Meher officially, but uh, definitely Feria met at a WordCamp. Meher's, I have a different story with her, uh, but we'll come to that later. <laughs> How did you encourage other people outside Mumbai to start in their local area meetups or word camps? Ah, this so, will trigger people like it'll be an in, people will be inquired in, in, people will inquire about it. Yeah, so I didn't actually encourage people. I told them, I mean, I didn't encourage people as in go there and say, do this, do this, do this. I, I was just like organizing WordCamp Mumbai. Initially, we had a lot of detractors. Then they liked our, some of them came from outside the city and uh, like from Nagpur, Nashik, uh, Pune. Many of them didn't want to have WordCamps. Uh, some of them were from other WordCamps like Baroda and who, who did not, well, you know, they, they didn't think what we were doing was the right thing, which was we cut off a lot of the regular marketing folks because, you know, they were talking about water filter rather than uh, about WordCamp, WordPress. Uh, so we basically made it sure that only developers spoke in the first session. Then we brought in some business talks and things like that, but it was focused on WordPress. If you, if so, the, so we paid a lot of attention to the content part. And what happened is that when people did show up to the WordCamp, it got popular. Like, oh, this also works in India. I mean, everybody was saying that meetups don't work in India and meetups don't work in that, that we've heard, like we heard for two years and our answer was, yeah, they don't work, but apparently they do in Mumbai. We met so many people like, you know, by then we had Sahil and Vachan and quite a few people were uh, very regular meetup attendees. So we had like a group of six, seven people who would at least meet every month. Uh, so what happened is that I think everybody wanted to have a WordCamp in their city. And they felt it had to be done in a certain way, which was overcomplicated. And then they saw that our system worked. They tried to copy it and some of them succeeded. Uh, the way we helped them or support, at least I supported them was always just to be like saying, you know, uh, it's okay. Just send them an email and things get fixed. You know, like, don't worry, speak your mind. If you can't organize, don't organize things like that. Uh, a lot of times people don't take it. People take it. People think about WordCamps in a very formal way and it's, it's better to just not think of it that way. Uh, so, so that's how I helped them. And, I would help them with email writing this like basically that's the one thing that I've learned a lot organizing WordCamps, uh, uh, how to tell no to people without uh, saying like, no, you know, so, <laughs> so in a roundabout nice gentle ways to write like, Hey, you know, we appreciate you applying to be a speaker, but you know, we have this, 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 this. So, and also by the way, could you just attend a WordCamp and things like that? We'd like to connect with you, et cetera, et cetera. So those are the ways. So yeah, I helped people out with their emails and templates and sometimes uh, how to go about things. But that's about it. Like a lot of that, a lot of how it spread is not me. It's just them. I think some people give me a lot of credit because I was just the first one. So I don't think it's really by design or something. Taking first step is important, right? Like no one did. 
you did. So yeah, why not? No, so some people did actually do. So that's what I said. No, I met Alex at a at a word camp. No, I uh, okay. Yeah. So, but but I think they didn't simplify the process of just being a space, rather than they made it more complex. They wanted to make it a conference. They wanted, uh, and I think I always say that everybody wants to feel like Steve Jobs. You know, they want to go on the stage, you know, and say something passionately and you know, intelligent or express expression or something like that and uh, that so yeah they they want to do that and a lot of people have that like i want to do all this in this event and that's not what we wanted to do like i've never i i don't think so that's one of the things we did like none of the organizers at vadkam mumbai spoke they were speakers they couldn't be speakers which became a little difficult at later on because everybody wanted to be an organizer and then it becomes difficult to find local speakers so uh, so we broke that rule a few times but uh, never the lead organizer they could never speak so uh, so yeah so that's that's that so but just to keep it a space like just a space where people can come in and go no like, this is my space so this is so and so space so this is uh, it's just like something that anybody can do anytime is something at least that idea i'm not saying that it always was that case uh, always was true in some certain situations some people might have felt hey you know this is that aditya space but uh that's at least the idea that we went with which is why it appealed probably to people outside mumbai also and sort of spread out and i think it's also well in line with the community guidelines that wordpress.org has put out so So, uh, the next question is, yeah, I think Mary was the right person for this. So basically, so when we, become, uh, say, WordCamp, right? yeah. so when we say community, it's like meet up at a place, face to face. In this COVID situation, when you are at home, a lot of meetups have, are not happening. Uh, and other, uh, other communities have happening meetup, but how do you, tell people that this is the new normal at the moment at least for another 2 3 months or 4 months or this may be a part of a meetup as well in future so yeah so uh, so online so the community exists by default i think right like anyone who uses wordpress is part of the user community as such and what we are sort of doing is aggregating them and putting them in a in a room or on a on a, on a zoom call or whatever i mean uh, so that's what we are basically doing we just together and sort of having some framework to interact and the framework can be like you know code of conduct whatever but uh yeah that's the main main that's what the community events are so community is there the events are there to just aggregate uh in the the covid era we, i think we will all probably end up calling it covid era or something like that the covid post uh, yeah yes. post covid era is so that we don't know what's going to happen sure, sure. Uh, but the right now during this whole uh, thing that's happening it's interesting because we tend to understand what's happening all across the world everybody is united in the whole idea that this sucks uh, they may not be united on how to fight it or how to deal with it but you know they they all know that this sucks and we are all stuck at home and this is a problem and this is something needs to be done so that so i think the community is this, the community is not anything i mean remember we are working on wordpress we are building sites you are not like solving global food crisis or something like that so it's not like we are doing really important work uh, but as i said initially about creating spaces uh, we tend to take ownership of spaces so that's why people are passionate about that space uh, this is my space this is my group this is my tribe whatever and they get very passionate when they over small things you know like like you should have you should see couple of designers discuss 
some small element on the website like hamburger menu versus something else and you know they'll have this very passionate discussions and that's because they have that sense of ownership for someone else who's not a designer like ye kya chal raha hai like what is this 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 is absurd why are they talking about why why like five pages of discussion on this but so that's the thing the passion is there and now suddenly we are in a situation where i think everybody has to sort of take a bit of a step back and think okay you know maybe those things are not that important uh so that's that's one part the other part is going online uh there's there's no other way like we have to we have to make our events online how do we go about it and how do we convince people i don't think there's any need to convince people everybody knows that if they want to interact with the community it has to be online nobody wants to meet i mean maybe a few few strange people but yeah nobody wants to meet uh, and have word camps or meetups uh, at least i don't see that happening in 2021 either i mean as an organizer i am at least i am an organizer i don't want to put 100 people in a room and possibly have five of them catch covid or maybe five of them end up in the hospital that's not what i want to be responsible for uh, so so yeah i mean i don't think that that's going to happen in 2021 and what is exciting is uh it's going to be a new type of uh community it'll it'll have to get used to the online events and online uh the the wordcamp the wordcamp experience going online uh, there is a discussion on the community p2 wordpress.org uh, make.wordpress.org/community uh if there's a discussion currently going on about online events and what they could mean and if, if they could have very different types of uh events which are not geographical uh, geolocation specific but you know just based on certain certain subjects uh all those ideas are great there are some challenges that i see which are it'll be interesting to see how we figure out and i don't have an answer for this even though i was asked a question but i it will be interesting to see how we avoid what we call as uh, the distribution of power so in our current current system it was like pre covid era it, the system was that you organize a meetup you become an organizer you show up to the meetup and you you organize a word camp and you become a word camp organizer and sometimes you know after a few years you might become a lead organizer whatever i mean uh, so you become popular by showing up and doing certain organizing work but you could never do all the work yourself because uh, it was a physical event and uh, you know it's not possible to be in to go to events let's say every weekend so right now it's actually possible for people to do that all they have to do is go to the bedroom switch on the computer and they are at every week so i know people who are going to every single meetup possible and that creates what we call as concentration of power like just because they show up so many times they will be able to concentrate power uh, or influence and how how the online community actually moderates that because you can't tell people okay you're showing up too much or you're showing you're showing up too often don't do that you know i mean you can't do that so what you have to so there has to be some way to moderate this and distribute that power earlier it was simple uh, you had five events take place and there were different organizers so they, you you automatically had five or four organizers who just organize things but now it's more like you know one person can organize a meetup i organize a meetup in pune Uh, it's a casual check in me and saurav shukla do this and it's just a normal check in like some we just ask each other how are you doing what's up you know what are you doing and then we move on to like what's your work work setup and uh, nothing technical nothing but just check in with the community uh but i can show up every week and so does he and i think that troubles me in the sense that i am the only one who's doing that and nobody else is doing that in their city because it's not a physical event so it's a it's an online event so instead of organizing one for their own city they are they are coming to our event and you know catching up with us which is kind of sad in a way the other challenge is how do we get new people in because earlier it was like the space 
uh, it's there people could go there and people feel more confident and comfortable going to any event you know in the site setting and looking at things like like i think meher probably would have done in her first meetup she sat in some corner and uh, she first saw two. the whole meetup take place and first two meetups yeah uh, i actually didn't even notice meher was interested in organizing alex uh, spoke to her and alex told me that the third meetup uh, meher is going to show up and uh, there's this person called meher who's going to show up and you should ask her to join as an organizer and interestingly enough meher did not show up and there was another female there and i walked up to her and said <laughs> i walked up to her and said meher and she for some reason she said yes and i was like okay would you want to be an organizer she was like no 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 i don't want to be an organizer so yeah but and then i was like why you had a word with alex She's like no no i didn't have any word with alex and things like that so there was like a comedy thing that happened but all these things are easy to do in in a face to face or uh, in a in a space that's public uh, a physical space but it's not that easy online i mean imagine somebody who's not good with english uh, they feel not confident to interrupt somebody uh, or even like so physical space has that thing right like we are in one room but you could sit next to somebody who you feel might be able to talk to and just talk to them and uh, you know then you get an opening into the entire uh, the group that might be running things or the group that's more regular so you sort of have to just connect with one person but on online calls like this like like we are talking on zoom you know how do i mean there are zoom rooms and all but those are expensive you know subscription based so uh, and that's also people don't know how to go about it and navigate that so how do we get new people in and keep them there is a major challenge for the community i think at least locally uh yeah the positive thing is yeah this i know there is like 5 minutes left <laughs> also so, i think Uh, one of the major reason people will be concerned is that how you said like uh, not everyone is good in english when you have local meetups there are very few people who attend so we know the number and in an online meetup there'll be like 50 60 people so people do get scared like how will they yeah do it in 50 60 people yeah they do and i don't know what's the answer to it because uh, what could be done so there is people who say that we will we'll have meetups in hindi and that does break down some barriers uh, but i have noticed like when i am asked a question in hindi and i have to respond in hindi i can understand hindi very well and i can read and uh, yeah i can read and listen hindi very well when i speak it's a nice proper bombayite uh, बॉम्बे वाला हिंदी डिफरेंट लैंग्वेज एंड सो या आई मीन सो it's actually not hindi is fine if if it's in the hindi belt but uh, beyond that it's not easy to have that communication though it does break down barriers a lot more than what english would be but then you go down south you know speaking hindi they'll not talk to you i mean <laughs> yeah i'm married to a tamilian so i know quite well <laughs> you do community you have work you have personal life does this community work personal life ever get mixed any fears how do you separate like after a certain point saying that no this is my personal time i'm not going to get started hmm. because end of the day community you do build friendships yeah it does it does get mixed uh, i won't deny that uh, you it it kind of sucks that you know somebody in the community it's actually easy to keep the professional part and the community part 
separate is the personal part that becomes difficult like when you become friends with somebody over time uh and you see that that person is do- doing or saying something that you don't completely agree with uh so you're not coming across as a community person and telling that person you're telling that person as a very good friend and saying that you know what you're doing is really don't do this you know or something like that and that can that can take a toll on your uh, well limited capacity to to process emotions and things like that and uh, and sometimes that does feel like especially in my case where i was working in the working in the community as a job it was it was quite difficult to which i did by the way manage uh, for about a year but uh, in the first first 6 7 months uh, it was very difficult to figure out how do i not take a certain phone call from a certain person like someone like alex calling me how do i not take his call or how do i not take meher's call uh, i mean i got a different number for other people but these are my friends so they will probably call me on on my phone uh, and it's not always just because of some issue but you know you it feels like work even if you're just talking about random things like uh, which is not wordpress related but it still feels like work because this person is from the community and, and sometimes the our the discussion goes into the whole wordpress thing so i don't know what's a what's a great idea i think one of the good ideas is to throw away your phone from time to time so what i do is i just put my i put my phone in silent and uh, throw it off in like the desk i have i just put it in the uh, drawer and i forget that i had a phone after 10 15 minutes you forget you had a phone and you walk around and then my dad will call my wife and like what's aditya doing is not taking his calls so I'm like okay okay i'll take your call now so but yeah so that's do, the best way you do get yellings when you don't pick up the phone no i i'm not i don't get yelled that no not not so much but uh, so my dad worries is is getting old so and i don't live with him so he gets a little worried like when i don't take calls for like 3 4 hours then he's like okay what happened to him uh uh he's he forgets that i'm married to somebody and if something happens to me that person will let him know or <laughs> something like that like uh, or whatever like he he is like oh two days you've not taken your phone calls I'm like yeah but so besides your father no one tells you that you don't pick up the phone where are you for two days no, like so nobody really continuously tells. calling you say if uh, alex calls you or i call you continuously yeah don't you ever get to hear that why didn't you call back so, we have less than a minute but <laughs> no if somebody continuously calls me who's a friend uh, i check my phone from time to time and if i see that like i've got 15 calls and i immediately call them back thinking this is an emergency uh, i have if that person says and if that person doesn't have an emergency then i tell them that hey don't do this <laughs> because you can't call me 15 times to say that i wanted to have coffee with you, you know, oh yeah that's, that's crazy <laughs> yeah so you want to know this so anyway. uh, not not saying that you you did this or alex does this but i'm just saying that if if uh, friends do call me a lot it's usually when they're in trouble or they they really panicking or something and that's i i usually take a call that i mean i just give them a call back uh okay. i also removed slack from my phone uh, that's so that's uh, because we spend a lot of time on slack i just you know deleted slack so <laughs> from my phone so everything remains on the laptop yes yes so we are talking about community and all the nice nice things and the positivities and how it actually there there are many positives of a community even i have grown uh because of joining communities that are you know friendly and all that but we can't ignore the fact that in a community all kinds of people come different people good people and bad people so you must have encountered them so what do you think how to handle difficult people or not just difficult like negative people who 
really make it difficult for other people to enjoy a really nice community and make most out of it. So what would you say to that? So I don't think there are good or bad people. Uh, generally, I mean, yes, somebody is uh, a violent individual who goes around beating people. That's a bad person. But yeah, I don't think there are good or bad people. I think there are good or bad actions. And that's also in the context of that particular meetup or that particular community as such, or, or that meeting place or whatever. So let's say somebody is very angry that about how things are not being done in a certain way. Uh, it's because of certain reasons they might feel that this is ha this has to be done in a certain way. Uh, how they react with it and how they actually react to maybe not having control or maybe not, or maybe having less control than previous year or things like that can, can have a lot of, so a lot of how they behave actually comes from all that background of, of who they are as people, what their space is, what their past was, uh, what they what they aspire to do with that uh, group and things like that. And uh, so sometimes that can come into like, somebody has this thing that, you know, a classic example of community work is new organizers come in, new organizers take space, old organizers feel, hey, I, what am I going to do? I'm just useless now. And again, as I said previously, it's a space that people feel ownership of. And they say like, you know, we did this and so-and-so person has come in. And I think both have legitimate problems. Both have legitimate uh, claims to it. How one expresses them is where we call bad and good behavior. And I always think of trying to not think of that as a bad person, but like just a bad action. Uh, like in a software, you would not call... You would not name the developer. You would not say a particular bug is like, you know, XYZ developer ka bug hai. You know, you would say that it's, it's, it's this, the bug is this, it doesn't do this. This is what is not happening because of this bug or this, this issue. Uh, and then we try to solve it. Uh, we tried to do that in, in Mumbai where we didn't have, so when I spoke about all the organizers there previously, we didn't have women's, women organizers. We didn't have women in, in our team. Uh, we tried, we tried asking people and uh, asking women to join and they were like, why should we join? And, uh, you know, the, the answer cannot be, oh, because you're a woman, we want you in our team, uh, which was true to some degree. But yeah, that's, that's the problem. Uh, also, at the end of the day, so yeah, I mean, these things happened. And sometimes uh, when it's a community, when there are groups of people, there will be people who will do things that you will not like it. But you have to keep that in context that this is something that person is doing because they probably care about it. And also they are a little insecure about it. And this goes both ways. Like the person who's reacting to that bad action also could be could be having their own problems. So it's, it's slightly difficult. Uh, sometimes seeking out people to moderate the situation or mediate helps. Uh, sometimes it just helps to say that I need some mediation and you know, between some issue, can, can somebody come in and solve this for us? Uh, and you know, just that admission that there is some mediation needed, not the mediator has any role to do, but just that admission can sometimes get people to work their issues out. Uh, then of course, then there are people who are absurd, you know, like who could, send you like 50 emails uh, in protest of uh, what you, decision you took or something like that. And that those people, you have to have a nice system to like uh, remove them from the community because uh, they probably need help or they need some other type of outlet. Uh, and then there are of course people who are not concerned about, uh, about the well-being of the community, which is like, you know, I will promote whatever I want to do and I will do what I want to do because this is my space. It's not your space. You're just welcome as guests here. So that's not what the community is. Uh, I mean, that's that person's fan club, I guess, not a community. So then, then you might want to remove yourself from that space. But uh, yeah, so that's that happens but there are there are some good things that happen sometimes when people raise a ruckus or uh, 
you know, become difficult to work with. So in 2015, after 2015, because we didn't have female organizers in our team, I and Alex in a room full of 20 men <laughs> said, uh, we said that we're not going to have another word camp unless we have women in our team, an organizing team. And that's just like the line that we drew that there'll be no word camp. We will not have an even apply for a word camp unless we have women in our team. That's it. Like, so like who, who, yeah, we got one objection. We got one person, like a couple of people said, Hey, why are we talking about this and all? And then one of them asked it, uh, if that happens, you know, what will happen to us men? Like boss, look at around like that 21 men here and uh, not a single female, you know, what will happen? There'll be two other women here, right? Like that's it. <laughs> that's what you're talking about. So like, no, but slowly and steadily, you know, women will overtake the entire WordCamp. Like, uh, so I was like, yeah, I mean, if we get to 50%, then we'll talk about this issue you know, of women taking over men's space. Like if, if you at least get to 50%, the organizers. And, but that's, I mean, that was the objection. That was kind of absurd. I thought it was absurd. A lot of people did not, which was <laughs> disappointing. But, but because... A lot of people didn't like that what we did. Then we put up a blog post, uh, like a post on Facebook saying, hey, this is a problem we have. You know, women are not joining a group, which is kind of weird because you have a bunch of men saying that uh, this is, we need women in our group. You know, in India, that's not, well, that's, that's probably alarm bells for women that, you know, there's a bunch of men who are posting these things. Uh, I don't know, but... Uh, but we said, like, at least we have to admit that this is a problem. And once we admitted it, it got solved because there were people who were ready to at least say that, okay, we'll, we'll refer somebody else to come and, and be part of it. Or we at least let people know or something like that. So that's, that's the thing. Like uh, a lot of the issues, the bad things are not about people. It's about what, about something else. And usually that needs to be, admitted and then you can probably fix it and then the strife goes. This is just an example I was giving about adding women into the organizing team. It which... takes a lot of courage to admit and wanting to fix. I don't think it takes a lot of courage actually to be honest. It does. Not it for does. me. Not for me. Not, see, out of 10 men, three will be unique. Hmm. The other seven. Out of ten men, out of ten men, three are unique. That means like thirty percent are unique. I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, I mean unique should not be like three out of ten. Right? One in ten is a unique person. But anyway, jokes apart, I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't think this is actually courageous. I think it's or uh, this courage or anything had to do anything with this. Uh, it's, it's, it's very simple. I have grown up with my mom who made sure that, uh, I and my sister were treated equally. When I was 20, I realized my mom was sort of in semi-depression. She was in depression at that point of time, uh, because she was a homemaker all her life. I mean, she was a teacher when she, uh, before I was born. And after that, she gave up her career and she became a homemaker. And then after that, when we were in college, like around early 20s, I saw my mom actually become extremely uh, depressed because me and my sister were in colleges, we didn't need her and we were not at home at times. And uh, I saw her being pretty depressed. And then I saw that change, like a very, like a really, well, kind of idiotic now, but, you know, I tried to fix it by giving her some uh, watercolors and uh, uh, drawing book because she used to draw she used to paint well so i thought i'll fix that you know she could paint all day long but that was not what she wanted she didn't want a hobby she wanted something that was valuable and and those are things i sort of got exposed to in my mid-20s uh, when i saw my mom start taking tuitions and feeling pretty good about teaching and so there i realized that that suddenly so there i realized suddenly like how people looked at my mom, like, you know, like, oh, she earns money. You know, she, she has, she works at this age, like in her fifties and she's, you know, doing this and that. And so because of that, I sort of had a bit of education about 
like how things are different for for us men and uh, for women so there was like a lens that you look at the world and then there were like a lot of things that suddenly opened up like oh no you know i go for a walk at night at 11 or 12 i used to do that right through my teenage years and uh, i used to never be afraid but my sister would so even though my parents are teaching treating us equally she she wouldn't want to go out alone at night for a walk uh, so so those are small things that started to sort of make sense and i uh, because i was studying in a co-ed school and things like that i never had this problem with girls and boys being separated and all that uh, i mean it never really occurred to me so in in many ways it was never like something that ഇന്റർനെറ്റ് uh so those so i wouldn't say uh so where i come from this was not courageous this was like a very simple thing to do just say that hey look we need more women in the uh, in the community uh, in leadership positions initially we wanted to fix that by having speakers but uh, but i realized that more people come in when they see us uh, an organizer who's a female this is just because in in india it's very difficult to go up to women and tell them that i want you to be an organizer you know like the the example i gave previously person must have thought i was a creep or something so so yeah i mean it's 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 a problem and that's so for me it was never that that bigger deal to like take that stand and say that this is what we should do i was pretty confident that this can happen and i was pretty secure myself to feel that that's not going to undermine my role or my place or whatever and yeah that's it i think the the reason i say yeah the reason i say is uh, is that there is a lot of privilege that you get as a man and i was made aware of it a lot of men just don't know about it i mean that, that's that's true about privilege like anyone who any kind of privilege most people who have the privilege are not aware of it they uh, are not aware of it or they don't want to accept it well that's true for any kind of privilege right like economic class you know linguistic privilege all those things you people are aware of it but they don't want to necessarily so once you get aware of it that's the first step like somebody so that's why if women are there in the team or women are there in your uh, community in in powerful positions it it becomes uh, it it people are aware of these situations and then they can start learning some of them won't which is okay you know they can move on but some of them will which is great so for me that was that i mean it was not it was not a courageous thing or something like that So everyone was, was sorry go ahead no no you were saying something so go ahead go ahead, go ahead. Uh, that was very thoughtful and really nicely answered and very articulate yeah so uh, now we will move on to another question that is books like everyone on twitter knows you like books you read them you read about philosophy books and all that i also remember we had one discussion on one philosophy one philosopher's name you said and i didn't read that book but anyways uh what is the current book that you are reading what is one book you think everyone should read it's so good it's one of your favorite book and everyone should so two questions yeah ah so like i mean it's difficult to just go down to one book right i mean yeah. knowing knowing that you author go for the author no i don't like authors nowadays you know they get they, you know what happens to authors you, you never know what happens to authors after like all the jk rowling controversy oh you go to a rabbit hole and you find all those skeletons and like oh no so yeah yeah even even so 
so there are like they are human right they are human i'm not even talking about jkr i wasn't a harry potter fan but i can understand the pain <laughs> everyone must be going through about her you know recent outburst uh, so, so luckily i've never read harry potter uh, so i yeah like i read only one book and then i got bored i read half of uh, half a book yeah i was like i was wondering why is this family keeping this guy under the staircase or something like that and this is like kind of absurd and so i was like why are people raving about this, this is like so stereotypical you know step family kind of thing but anyway so uh, which book would you recommend that's yeah, so, that is in your mind right now mm, so the one book that's made a lot of impact on me uh, was uh, manufacturing consent by noam chomsky it's a, it's a it's not a it's not a fiction it's a it's a work of it's a work of non fiction it's essentially it nicely captures the way that the american enterprise and the american political system and the government and the military arm and everything uh, essentially control the media via using advertisements like using the power of money to advertise on their networks and hence control the narrative uh, and he nicely points it out and i was reading this at a time when i was getting very very interested in uh, open source open web and more important the state of journalism in india which was a hundred times better than what it is now that time uh, but that time also i saw that how channels news channels were uh, not comfortable criticizing the government or really going the full way like really not investigating the government and investigating a foreign policy or speaking out against it i'm not saying like ranting but i'm saying like criti- critically anal- uh, analyzing a, a decision made by the government you know uh, beyond the point they wouldn't do it and i got that i i realized that and that was because you had you know various government departments and companies public sector companies uh, advertising on newspapers and uh, television t- uh, news channels and tv shows or whatever and because they were advertising you know you could lose that money if you were cr- too critical of the government and that is what manufacturing consent really sort of uh, made me think about a lot about how the power structure is and since that time i've been following a lot of journalists who are out of work now because you know yeah they're out of work because they were doing journalism <laughs> so so they've been trying to go online and they've been struggling making a living because they don't want an ad supported for a uh, platform and yeah it's it's an interesting thing in the post truth world or whatever like when we call as the post uh, yeah the post truth world so this uh, it it that book was sort of foundational to how i thought about the world that we live in and uh, what happens in this world so that that's one person it's also a very good uh, very good person to listen to uh, noam chomsky is a great philosopher big fan of him so what's your success mantra yeah uh, i i don't have a success mantra that's my success mantra i i don't know how do you uh, i've been i've been actually thinking a lot about this during the pandemic during our lockdown you know since 24th of march uh, <laughs> i've been thinking a lot about productivity a lot like how do we approach productivity you know uh, yeah it's fairy's fairy's favorite thing you know uh, you write a couple of posts and you go trending on linkedin uh, uh, so yeah so i've been thinking a lot about productivity in the sense that we have never really thought about what is productive work so we always think about it as uh, so me working on a client or me working on some work that gets paid is productive me trying to teach myself something uh, that will get me more money or you know upskill as we call it uh, is called productive 
me going out and spending time with my wife is not called productive you know which i think is fundamentally a flawed thing <laughs> flawed way to look at the world like right like uh, and this has several things like people who do domestic work are called unproductive i mean they are taking care of elderly it's called unproductive work and you know and so productivity is so the success for mantra sounds a lot like what's what's your what's your secret to being productive and i i can be very honest i'm not productive in that sense uh, so i i usually make sure that i have time for things like spending time with friends family uh, i prioritize that quite ruthlessly and everything else happens around it that's nice so that's that's the that's the only thing but yeah i think we should as a as a species at least look at what uh, uh, what is productive i mean uh, i think the fact that we are only thinking of productivity in terms of sitting in front of a computer typing something or or, or just getting something done it's uh, it it kills crea- creativity i think a lot it it doesn't make us sit and talk to people randomly and get ideas and or or get a different perspective because we are calling that as leisure and that's not leisure you are still sort of learning things so why is it leisure i mean unless you're sleeping it's not leisure right so yeah so that's that's what i think we've almost come to an end who would you nominate if i asked you to nominate one person not related really related to the wordpress but it can be in the wordpress it can be in a non tech it can be art who would you nominate to be on our show i can nominate anybody like uh, but i don't know if i don't know that person so <laughs> or rather that person doesn't know me so <laughs> might okay. not be useful Uh, from but, your people who you know who would you know uh yeah so the people i would nominate uh, at least one person i can yeah one person i can nom- nominate to be on this podcast is uh, shiba ibrahim from pune yeah. uh i've worked with her uh, as an organizer as a community person uh, largely the pune community would not be around if shiba was not around that's what i feel uh, since 2015 uh, and i i've also worked with her as a as a colleague uh, which is uh, when in my interesting misadventure of uh, starting a wordpress agency she was one of the, she was somebody who was working with us and uh, she's a she's a great wordpress professional who actually isn't uh who doesn't really talk a lot uh, on these podcasts and these spaces and i wish she gets uh, i wish somebody speaks to her or That's we get it. to hear her rather yeah i'll definitely contact her i do know her i'll contact her i'll try to convince her i know fairy is good at convincing so if she doesn't convince for me fairy is always there to convince <laughs> definitely she's an extremely productive person oh. <laughs> she sits with a she sits with a uh, she sits with a stopwatch and she's like working and it starts well she has kids so i can understand like you know uh, i've noticed that but when you have kids like people i work with and they have kids their the their world is so structured i mean they i mean you can't tell your kid okay you know eat after like two hours or something like you know like or oh, just get lost or something so they are so structured and it's quite impressive how our minds are able to function because most of these people when they didn't have kids wouldn't be like that but uh when they do have kids that's the responsibility but then their minds are able to work in like spans of 15 minutes or 10 minutes here and you know it's it's quite interesting to see how we can do that uh so yeah she's somebody who sits with a stopwatch like like alarm clock which actually rings quite loudly like trrr, and <laughs> yeah interesting definitely get we'll get her on the show and i don't think she's i i'm not sure but i've i've never heard her speak or 
know, promote herself. She, yeah, I know. She's not like all of us. So, <laughs> so, so <laughs> that is actually. So she has spoken at Word Camp Mumbai, by the way. She's spoken. Uh, she's spoken at Word Camp Mumbai in twenty twenty eighteen at IIT. Uh, she took a workshop there. She I didn't missed, like have. A, I missed. I missed twenty. Yeah, you missed it. I'm sorry. Yeah, you missed it. Uh, so she was there on the first day, doing an introduction to WordPress uh, uh, workshop. So it's it's so she has spoken at word camps. Otherwise, she doesn't speak at word camps. But yeah, that's true. She doesn't go to other word camps either. She does only Mumbai and Pune. She's done one Nashik word camp. That's only because there are like five friends who said like, okay, you also come. So uh, yeah, I remember the Nashik. Uh... Yeah. I think I was speaking at that WordCamp. I'll tell you a fun thing about speaking at WordCamp. So I spoke at WordCamp Bhopal, you know, and WordCamp Bhopal never happened after that. <laughs> I also spoke at WordCamp Nasik and I don't think after that it happened. Yeah, so then I went to speak at Nasik and it didn't happen. The same, same year that we were speaking. Then I went to last year, they sent me all over the place to speak like Nagpur and uh, Kochi. And what happened is the entire WordCamp program has gone now. So no, no WordCamps are happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so maybe there is a thing. <laughs> no, no, don't worry. This podcast will still keep on continuing. <laughs> it will not stop. Yes. <laughs> So it, podcast is fine. I've been on podcast and they've, no, actually they have also stopped after I showed up. So you please have another, other guest and just break the jinx as fast as possible. There were like two podcasts. One of them was by Alex and it didn't happen. The other one was by Saurav. No, one of them was by someone else and that, uh, that collapsed. And then there was Saurav when Saurav and I did a podcast and he was like, I want you, I want you. And then when I joined this podcast, that. He had like recorded four or five episodes and after that, none. Like after I am there, there are no episodes. And Alex then decided to have a podcast and uh, it's never taken off because he, that the minute he's, he like gets all the ideas, writes it out, everything is there. Then he decides to get, make me a part of it and it's never taken off. So, we have so to please get another, yeah, please, yeah, please get another guest and just break this jinx. Yes, we will do our best. Yes. Now you know why why I should not speak so much. <laughs> yeah. This is so going on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so where can people contact you, Aditya? Yeah, people can contact me on uh, at Aditya Kani, A D I T Y K N E. Twitter. You also write a blog. So I yes. write a blog on dot com. Uh, it's uh, it's a blog about things that I like to well ideas that come to my mind. Sometimes book reviews and sometimes uh, some fiction, but that's not really taken off. But yeah, just in general, where I nowadays write a lot of nowadays I write a lot on. And yeah. Perry, any last minute thoughts? Uh, yeah, follow him on Twitter and tweet more. Uh, there are a lot of people who are active now. So yes. You know, I've created a WordPress list of uh, South Asian WordPress list. I've added you on it. I yeah. think I've added definitely added Meher, but I think I've also added you on it. And it's like, uh, it, it does the, the fun thing about it is it doesn't have any men on it, but I've not called it like a list of women. So the whole idea is like, it's a long-term troll thing that I've decided. So what I'm going to do that I'm going to announce this list very publicly during WordCamp India. And then there'll be people who will be asking me like, you know, there are no men on it. So then I'll be saying, most people will not even notice that because yeah, it's, they're going to follow the tweets. Right? So 
then they'll ask me like what are the men and then i'll say okay tell me four or five men who i can like tokenly add into the list like let's see who are the token men who come up but that's my whole november troll ka plan and you've just released your which november... means the wordcam master yeah you've huh? just released your november troll plan on officially you're already part of it right like so you know nice to know i mean if you yeah i mean the whole idea is like not to have the name women's in wordpress and just like wordpress and it was like an experiment to see like what am i missing and i realized i'm missing quite a lot which is like all the tweets about men talking about uh you know like all the productivity hacks and all those things they are just gone <laughs> and the wordpress news comes because all the people are like actually retweeting wordpress.org and stuff so all the news comes like wordpress related thing comes the all the interesting important things i i never miss out on anything but uh all the crap is gone because nobody's promoting themselves uh nobody is like talking randomly in the air about how they feel about a project and you know how things should be and how the world should be different so that they can then be productive in it or whatever and it's all gone like so that's fun that's actually it's very Looking nice forward. experience Looking forward. so it was wonderful to have you seriously it was fun and some really good insights we got to know you also got to know about your plan for november which is really fun and interesting and yeah thank you for being on my show really yes. yeah thanks for having me as my third podcast that i'm killing it <laughs> so, and we'll break your jinx don't worry yes yeah, please do that so that i can start with mine <laughs> okay sure. okay See then you thank yeah. you bye 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 bye